0: We live with our mom and dad and grandma and grandpa. And, and we are Living Multi-Gen.
1: Hello and welcome to Living Multi-Gen. I'm Sarah Carter. And
0: I am Tom Carter.
1: And we live in a multi-generational household with our three children and uh, one set of grandparents. And uh, we're excited to be here with you today. This is actually episode 10. We're getting in the mm-hmm. double digits. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh so we're fairly obviously new uh to this so bear with us but we're um excited to be able to share our experience and we just really want to be supportive uh to um everyone out there that is you know going through similar experiences and um, whether it be that you actually are considering living in a multi-gen household, whether you, you know, have aging parents that are retirement years that are needing assistance. Um, yeah, you know, just you know, we're Gen Xers mm-hmm. and you know, you hear a lot, you know, we have quite a few baby boomers that are becoming into retirement. They're gonna be on fixed incomes or budgets in retirement. Mm-hmm. And of course they're gonna need our assistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and support, and naturally, as family, mm-hmm. we will we want to do that, and I'm sure many of you out there feel the same way. We just want to give some feedback on exactly what that looks like for us, mm-hmm. and how we might be able to give feedback to how that might work for you. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, in every scenario, it's different. Um, I you feel know?
0: like I feel like yeah. your your parents retired average you know if you look at you know the social security that they get in and what they set aside they have
1: for retirement retirement yeah.
0: and i i feel like they live pretty good i mean they don't want a lot of but trips they don't, you
1: know they don't have any yeah. they don't have any bills
0: they don't have they any don't bills have, yeah. you know they
1: we essentially pay for their board i mean they I have think if they had
0: to own their own home
1: mm-hmm. and
0: or they had to you know maybe even get to this part where they're moving into a assisted living I mean, that'd be way different for them. They absolutely. could not have the luxuries that they have, you know. So it's, right. it, it is kind of it's it's rewarding to see that, you know, yep. to see them.
1: No, absolutely. Be able to
0: have a good retirement, you know.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Well, and a while, they still a ways away from uh, even having to think about assisted living. Obviously, in today's environment, and that's actually the topic of conversation for us today is talking more about the current state of our world. Um, this is March fourth. 15th, excuse me, March 15th, 2020. And um, as most of you, I'm sure, are, you know, experiencing yourselves, we have a very big change happening in our world um, with the coronavirus, Mm -hmm. Um, the concerns, the, um, well, the closing schools, you know, we live in the state of Washington, they announced on Friday that the schools, public school system is going to be closed until April 24th at this point, mm-hmm. starting on Tuesday. Um, so a lot of changes in all yeah. of our worlds. Mm-hmm. And so today what we wanted to talk about is what that looks like for us living in a multi-generational mm-hmm. household. We talked last week about the precautions and just things that we're realizing we need to also consider and, and take into consideration having 71-year-old grandparents mm-hmm. in the house one of those being asthmatic and mm-hmm. having diabetes and being overweight, mm-hmm. which are all what's the term you use? Yeah, they're maybe, all pre. Yeah, yeah. They, all, they, they all create mm-hmm. high risk for for my mm-hmm. father. That is, and and of course my mother. Um, you know, I still worry. She's you know yeah. that age. So
0: and it's in the back of their mind too. So. It
1: it is. It's causing a lot of fear for them, concern, and they share a household with three preteen boys and a daughter who has traveled a lot for work, air travel, and a uh, a son-in-law who is a firefighter in a fairly large department. Mm -hmm. And obviously obviously there's exposure Mm -hmm. there too. Now they're taking the precautions. They're being very proactive. But you're hearing the stories about medical no. professionals who are mm-hmm. um, obviously b- contracting this yeah.
0: virus. I, I feel like if I, you know, it was exposed to it, you know, you look at the demographic that uh, this virus is attacking. You know, you, you still don't want your family to get sick, but you're less concerned um, about that. But, you know, you, you're kind of in the back of your mind. It's like, mm-hmm. you know your parents got it i mean there's a good chance you know and you're just you know which obviously would be devastating so yeah how do you how do you negotiate that and i think that's where we're at right now it's mm-hmm. you know um you want the kids to go downstairs to see grandma grandpa and grandma grandpa love the kids downstairs but do you want to expose them and is just keeping them downstairs good enough um you know kind of all, all those questions you know i think we're all right now just trying to.
1: Trying to figure it all out.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Try to deal with emotions, mm-hmm. also plan for what is to come, the unknown. Mm-hmm. We don't want to panic. And I would stress that too for everyone. This is not a time to panic, but to take the precautions. Mm-hmm. Um, if we do this early on, it's going to be, um, I don't want to say much better outcome, but a more, um, well, hopefully more positive outcome or lesser um, consequence I don't you know I don't mm-hmm. know there's so this is obviously a hard conversation to have and it's a hard you know we're, we're thinking about a lot internally in fact after this session we're having a family meeting because mm-hmm. we need to figure out what this all looks like um, just to give you an idea over the and I think a
0: family meeting like you know grandma and grandpa too
1: right but we're not going to have grandpa up here yeah right? and I grandma, think yeah, yeah.
0: he's been locked in his room so I think He
1: suffers from a lot of anxiety, too. So this is very Mm -hmm. tough for him.
0: Him and I spent an hour and a half in a car, and that whole hour and a half radio never turned on, and that's all we were talking about. So I know it is in the back end. As it
1: should Mm -hmm. be. I mean, I can't imagine. Um, You know, obviously, they're saying that starting in your 40s, you know, the risk does go up to have complications or death. Now, looking at overall numbers, obviously, it's fairly small, but... We're starting to hear more and more about, you know, Europe and Italy. And, and of course, that starts to place a little bit more fear in you. Now, I, again, don't want it to place fear, but I want us to be realistic and plan appropriately. And so that's what I would encourage. You know, I think just keeping everyone safe. The problem we've got, and I see this, you know, even more so, and I've even had to deal with this lately because I, so I, I practice Ayurveda and in ancient Indian medicine. you know, it's body, mind and spirit. So it's about, you know, the health, um, what you consume um, food wise, obviously, but also to what you're consuming in your mind. And, you know, we've got this panic, but I, you know, this is an opportunity for us as Americans to slow down and to self-evaluate and evaluate what's important to you. So I encourage everyone to just take a moment in silence and just reflect and be still and realize that this there's so much good that could that can come out of this if we use it and we use that energy appropriately. So just encourage that and I don't want to get on that topic too much because that's obviously something that, is more relevant, I think, on its own and, and not so much at this moment. Mm-hmm. But I, I really believe that there's so much good that could come out of this, as, as hard as that is to say, because, of course, we don't know. There's just so much unknown.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but anyway, in any case, we wanted to talk a little bit today about this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, I think, if anything, I'm hoping we can relate with others, and help also, if this is something that you might be facing this coming week, as you really start to think about what this looks like for you guys as a family or you as a family, how, how do you engage and how do you work with your parents as well, our grandparents, and making sure that they're taken care of. Because that's who we really need to be focusing on right now mm-hmm. is the elderly. And we need to be supporting and giving them all the resources they could possibly need, um, you know, food making sure that they have all the necessities, Um, they're going to be alone a lot too. If they they don't have, I mean, even in our situation, my parents are downstairs, but we've really limited Mm -hmm. our engagement with them and in their space because of the precautions we feel necessary to take. Mm That being said, I mean, they're alone a lot and yeah. then they're watching TV. So there's all of this, mm-hmm. you know, fear coming at them through the media. Now I'm not going to, and that's a wholly, totally different topic. I think it's important for us to um, know the extent and the magnitude of what we're dealing with. But, you know, if you're watching the news all day long and this is all that's there, absolutely the fear is going to increase the anxiety. And that's what our, our elders are doing, unfortunately, because they're they're confined to their home at this point. They're scared to leave. And or that's a what's retirement happening.
0: place, which I would feel for me that would feel more alone. Right. Is if you're in a facility that's infected and now you can't leave, family can't come see you, or maybe not want to see you because of you know what what's happening in these care facilities. You know. It least, makes me
1: wonder, are they still, I mean, are they are they changing policies? Are they having, to, yeah, yeah. having had my grandma in a, in a living facility, mm-hmm. you know, they come together for all their meals. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they're delivering meals to the rooms, how that, mm-hmm. what that looks like. And, but I mean, obviously I'm sure some of you guys have experienced that. We don't have anybody within our family and a sister living now. My grandmother passed away last year. Um, but there's, yeah, it's, it's, um, as we've seen, I mean, highly contagious areas. So um and this is a highly transferable, uh, virus. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I think, you know, the, 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 places that have the most viruses are like hospitals, you know, cause that's where everyone yeah, goes when right. they're sick. Yep. So in the same sense, these retirement, how Facilities can you stop it? Right. I mean, I mean, yeah, you can wipe down everything, but
1: which is really, yeah, there. you're, you yeah. know, yeah. It's, your immune systems are already compromised yeah. too. And mm-hmm. so in any case, um, you know, what we're, what we're dealing with this week, of course, uh, beginning last week, um, I'm working. Tom's working. Uh, we're starting to hear more news, of course, about things that are going on. It definitely was in the back of our mind already. I knew I had to do some travel for work. I ended up getting re- really sick. So I've been, mm-hmm. has been sick. In fact, in the last couple ex- episodes, you may have heard and could okay. tell that, and still my voice today is a little rough. But I got pretty sick and, you know, there was a little thing in the back of my mind that said, you know, should I get tested? The problem was there wasn't the ability to get tested. Mm -hmm. And then I started to feel a lot better. I'm thinking, okay, it's just, it's just the flu. And then last week it took turn for the worse and it got really bad. And so um, Tom made me an appointment at the doctor. And that was when we started to realize, oh my gosh, you know, we have my parents downstairs. We have three Mm -hmm. kids that go to school. What if, right? Mm -hmm. What if? And um, so obviously the doctor's office, they've been trained now to, to the pre- take precautions just to kind of give you our experience. Tom made the appointment. Um, they knew our car information. They had a you know color of the car. We pulled into certain cones off to the side of, you know, this was a family practitioner, larger practice, and we have like 10 doctors. And they pulled us off to the side. We had to call when we arrived. We stayed in the car. Doctor came out to the car in full. You know, he had his, um, he had a mask. Mm-hmm. um and gloves and gave me a mask and Tom had to stay in the car they brought me in a separate entrance it's like a quarantined area and you know did a, an evaluation um they said I did not need a test um and said I do have a viral infection um prescribing antibiotic and set of bronchitis as well um so it was upper respiratory um, while, you know, I understand, I mean, I, I give so much credit to our medical professionals and I know that we are limited. It, it was surreal because, you know, first of all, obviously the experience in itself, I've never experienced anything like it. Um, I appreciate that. And I'm glad that we have, are setting those protocols up. I know they've set a lot of more protocols up for you guys at work. Oh yeah, right?
0: absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, it's, it's changed a lot. The fear I have with leaving there is, you know, did I, or didn't I, I didn't, I didn't know. And while I'm not concerned for myself, I've I am concerned because I've never had a sickness quite like this, um, where it came back. When it came back, that's what I when I really started to worry because mm-hmm. that wasn't normal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fairly you, healthy. Yeah. yeah, I mean I don't sick. drink alcohol. No. I have a very strict routine diet, mm-hmm. um, and you know obviously I, I traveled for more, have traveled a course. You know since
0: I've been to, to been sick. Of? I
1: don't even know. It's been a few years. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's when I started to get in my mind, of course. And then I was like, oh my gosh, my parents, my children, my children are going to school, my husband. Um, and I realized at that point, I'm not leaving the house for two weeks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And think that was a big struggle. We had plans because spring break is coming up and I think, you know, just the, you know, mentally, like, okay, we got to be home and what are we going to do? You know, is I, I still think we we're in the middle of that too, you know, but it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it is that the best thing to do and to protect, you know, mostly my in-laws downstairs, your parents, you know, I think that's number one on our, and I think that's the best thing to do because I still need to go to work, you know, so how do we deal with that? Um, you know, your, your job limited to, limited to to not travel anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm not traveling. So mm-hmm. I'm working from home, which is great.
0: Which is great. But we still need your parents to help out. And so it's well, like... Especially,
1: I mean, now yeah. the kids are going to be out of school on Tuesday for six mm-hmm. weeks. And I have to work and you have to work. Mm-hmm. And there's probably going to be a lot of opportunity for you to work even more because of the scenario. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've got us, Which that's our family meeting this morning, is we have to figure out how can we... Obviously, my dad is not coming anywhere near mm-hmm. our children, us. He's, he's quarant- we're quarantining him downstairs, poor guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but I think that's what he prefers to do at this point. Yeah.
0: Um, I think he should build him like a, a, a little butto- bubble that we can fill up with <laughs> of air and just stick him in there, and then he can walk around the house.
1: Yeah, <laughs> poor guy. Um, but you know, my mother, too, obviously, she's around him. Um, and so we have to have a conversation with her about what kind of measures we can take to keep her healthy and keep her safe in this situation now as of Tuesday the boys won't be at school and it's like now what do we do we can't we have to limit their exposure to others because essentially they could bring it to my mom who then could bring it to my dad
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I know this seems maybe a little over the top but why not be safe what do we what do we have to lose we yeah like everything especially Jake, we have to lose.
0: It's a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, like when you really think about it, you know, two, three weeks out of the whole year that we had to mm-hmm. really, uh, you know, quarantine ourselves is, it's obviously worth it. I mean, you know, anyone would do that, you know, yeah. so, but it does suck when you're trying to, when you're starting off and you know, that these next two, this three is, weeks. Do, you be the home. anticipation tough, and, yeah. and
1: kind of that mindset, mm-hmm. reframing where you're at and just making sure, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's definitely interesting. It's something new. It's something we will never we will never forget this experience. Yeah. Um, either way, we will never you know if, if this you know obviously I you know God forbid that that this were to be something.
0: Yeah, it's one of if you look back, you know, there is uh, I heard a ref- reference of you know the life before nine eleven and now no life after nine yeah. eleven. You know, will will this be it? You know, will, will we go well, like before two, coronavirus but, and the yeah. life after? You know,
1: life. After and before recession, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I think that you've got the combination of potential for both, and not that I want to place there, but mm. I think we have to be realistic and, and realize too, and and plan um, appropriately. But yeah. that being said, you know, so so going back, so you know, obviously this happened Thursday. I mm. went to the doctor on Thursday, so um, honestly, I was I was as as hard as it was on Friday when the governor of Washington announced that schools were closing until April twenty fourth. I also had a lot of relief because quite frankly, being that I didn't know and that my kids were also exposed to do it and too, I mean Liam had a cold recently.
0: Yes. Yeah. So,
1: you know, I just I feel much safer this way. But mm-hmm. two, there's a lot of um oh goodness. A lot of anxiety for me on how we're going to keep these kids busy for six weeks. <laughs> Three boys, yes. preteens. Because no matter
0: what, they will be busy. It's just how we manage that busyness.
1: Yes. And, <laughs> and too is like, I have to work. So yeah. how yeah. do we keep them, you and know. And if
0: my job is like, it requires me to be at work a lot more too, you know. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: yep. So, So we're just trying to make sure we keep everybody safe, that we take a proactive approach. I think that's important. There's no reason why not to really there isn't um and you know hope for and pray for the best Mm -hmm. um you know i think that you know it's it's an interesting scenario but Mm -hmm. first,
0: what what would you say like you know we we have your parents up here kids up here or you know your dad obviously moving up here but um what would your what would your first thing you want to say to them i mean like is it it is that we had to figure out our work and and the kids uh, and keep them or no, i
1: think it's the first the first the first conversation is safety and precautions. Mm-hmm. this is another thing the kids the kids just don't understand mm-hmm. i don't yes yeah, because we that. had
0: that
1: yeah when I mean, we've so we've since thursday put the restriction on the kids for going downstairs mm-hmm. um, and they
0: snuck downstairs
1: they snuck downstairs more than once yeah and so we've really had to get hard on them and they just don't and i i don't you know it's their children Mm -hmm. and they've never dealt with anything like this and Mm -hmm. i am so grateful that they have this i don't they just you know they're Mm -hmm. not exposed to this kind of stuff and i don't i don't want to scare them too much i don't want to place too much fear i just want them to understand we need them to understand Mm -hmm. what you know that this is that this is not an option that they have to listen yeah and that there will be, I, I think we kind of have to play, you know, there's consequences. I don't think that they can understand the capacity of what this could mm-hmm. or what this could do to their grandma and grandpa. Or well, to, I did
0: ask Lincoln, I'm like, Lincoln, what would happen? And I mean, obviously is going to be our most extreme kid. Yeah. But he's like, oh yeah, grandpa would get sick and he'd probably die in like an hour. And I'm like, no, Link, he won't. But, you know, we just got to be cautious. We don't want them sick, you know. And we don't know if you guys are sick. So I, I, I guess the next question is, as when you're working here, and I might work.
1: And the kids are upstairs, because so they can't go downstairs. Yeah, so
0: is grandma coming upstairs? She's gonna have to, mm-hmm.
1: We're going to have to do something that, um, I think she's gotta wash her hands a lot. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to talk to her about that. We have to make sure she's comfortable with that. I don't mm-hmm. wanna put her in a position. And if, if not, then what's gonna happen is these kids are gonna be somewhat on their own. I'm gonna have to just come out and monitor when I can. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is, too, with my work, I'm going to get really busy because of what's going on based on my my line of work. Mm-hmm. Um, And so I've got to figure out, I mean, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. This, this is definitely, the good thing is, I mean, you had already taken some vacation time for, Chris, uh, for spring break. Yes. I'm obviously going to mm-hmm. not take as much vacation time at this point since we did cancel mm-hmm. our vacation. Um, And again, too, on canceling the vacation, I mean, obviously to each his own, but we just for our family felt like it was the best decision just because we didn't know where things were going to be in a couple weeks. Um, and it's possible it could go either way, but you know, our, our family vacation will be there when it's time
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we'll be able to do this. And we're still thinking about, you know, what other things can we do? We've actually thought about, you know, we have the mountains close by, maybe we go do a couple night backpacking trip mm-hmm. with the kids and camp out in the woods. Um, there's, you know, a lot of things that we're mm-hmm. we're thinking about doing that obviously are somewhat in isolation,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because we just don't want to bring anything back home again.
0: Yeah, I think if we, yeah, if we camp in especially our woods out here. Yeah, yeah we'll definitely be isolated. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, we won't see very many people. <laughs> yeah. But you know, that's um, that's also another thing that we think about too is we've. Uh, I didn't want to go into full panic mode in this whole process, but I wanted to make sure that we have a good supply here at the house. We live 20 minutes from a grocery store. Um, we live in a limited, we have limited supply in our area and I also don't want to be, I don't want to be, I don't, I I don't want to be in the environment where I'm exposed to or anybody is exposed to a lot of people because right now we've got these grocery stores that are just packed and you think about those scenarios and, and again, too, I don't want to be the one pulling. In fact, I'm not quite, I don't quite understand the toilet paper thing. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I don't get that. I still don't get that. And I don't know that I've ever really gotten an answer. And I've actually read a couple articles. And so I'm curious if anybody else get some feedback. Go to our, you know, one of our social media pages and, or email and let me know what that's all about. Because I uh, just well,
0: when I was in Safeway, I got done with work uh, in, uh, at seven in the morning. And so I beat everybody into Safeway. Um, and it seemed like that was a joke just in the aisles. Was we're it? like you're stocking up on toilet paper yeah i got a lot of toilet paper and it was yeah they had some in there okay yeah, I just, I think I they were restocking that. it i think the shelves were empty yeah. but yeah, it, was, it was a running joke yeah. i don't really it seems like one person or maybe a group of people made comment about toilet paper and everybody was like oh we need toilet paper but
1: do you remember a couple <laughs> weeks ago when i told you how my economics professor back in college had used that analogy you said that the, uh-huh. no, you didn't, really yeah. Know, yeah, no. I didn't yeah so, my econo- I remember my economics teacher in college who actually one day wore two different shoes, by the way, that were totally different colors and didn't even know it. Uh- so, <laughs> I'm sorry, economics professors, but
0: yeah,
1: every one of on them I've met is a little unique. <laughs> that was horrible, but is it true? I just he was such a great guy, though, it was awesome. But he used that analogy, I guess there was an experience years ago where somebody just mentioned something about, oh my gosh, you know, there's be a store shortage of toilet paper and everybody started freaking out and going and buying toilet paper. And that's the only thing you think of is maybe that's just something I over the years so. that I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's different. But anyways, onto the, onto the mm-hmm. topic of we, we have prepared ourselves. I've been for the last three weeks, just looking at the news. I just thought, you know what? There's not hurt. It's not hurting anything. If we just start slowly making sure we're prepared and we are, uh, we've, focused for last few years on self-sustainability. Essentially, when we moved out here with my parents, that was kind of our goal. We Mm -hmm. actually have milking goats who aren't ready to be milked yet. They're actually Mm -hmm. going to be kidding. What that means is they're going to be delivering babies here soon. And then, of course, we will have um, uh, goat's milk again. Mm -hmm. Um, And then um, we have a garden. Of course, I got, I, I purchased my seeds weeks ago because Another thing that I felt like was just, you know, I was going to do it anyways. I thought why not do it a little early considering. And of course, we eat a lot of Asian and Indian food. Mm -hmm. And so rice and lentils are big in our household. Mm -hmm. And so I did start stocking up on that because I noticed my supply was getting low. And I felt like, you know, those were the things that we could do Mm -hmm. to kind of prepare ourselves. Now, is that where we're heading? I really don't Mm -hmm. think so but uh,
0: we haven't gone down sanitizing the hall so i mean i know our house no, stays clean that is but, kind of a
1: plan today though for me yeah,
0: yeah. oh yeah we are cleaning <laughs> I, now money. i'm
1: feeling much better today yeah. i'm starting to get back to myself and i really do want to get a good clean mm-hmm. and of course we've canceled canceled um we do have somebody i feel guilty but i do have we do have somebody who comes to clean just just the basic necessities of like bathrooms mm-hmm. and stuff um a friend and I've actually asked her not, you know, just be considering it just to be on the safe side. I don't think she should be coming into our mm-hmm. our household in case there was ever, you know, something. Yep. Being that we live, you know, you obviously go to a work, a line of work that yeah. exposes you a lot. Yeah,
0: it's like that she would bring it home to her family.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I just I, I don't want anybody coming in, anybody going out. I just don't think we can. Be safe, and I mean, mm. it's not hurting anybody. I mean, mm-hmm. I understand. You know, some might say, "Oh, well, you're just being, you know, we're being overly cautious." But I would much rather be that.
0: Mm. And, and where I think we'd be closer image. to as a family. You know, that's a thing too. It's like we have never done this, and in fact, I think I think we're uh, uh like uh, really, you know we like to travel and do things and stay busy and okay, what's next week. And, Oh, Hey, we have nothing planned on Wednesday. You know, we should probably plan something that day. You know, kids are now getting old enough. They're starting to get into sports a little bit more. And, and now all of a sudden it's like, okay, everything's shut down for three weeks. You know, I'm coaching a baseball team. That was completely shut down. Jiu-jitsu. Jiu-jitsu yeah. Our uh, oldest son loves the kayak. The kayaking uh, classes yeah. There was years. kayaking classes that he was going to start That's taking. Nice. Those were all canceled. And it was like, We're literally being required to stay at home. So, I
1: mean, what are we going to do? I mean, you've got three active (laughs) preteen boys that have none of their typical activities. And now we've got to figure out how we're going to exhaust that energy. Um, So that's the plan for today. Um, We're going to structure everything. We're going to get a calendar out. We're going to designate certain hours for reading, writing, math whatever their teachers send home with them. We've got to get some more books. You know, the library closed down yesterday. We can't even get to the library to get yeah. books. We've got to order books on Amazon. Or you know what? I actually, this was something I was thinking about, Tom, and I can't go there, but you could. Um, on your way home from work, it's just grab them um, Our local bookstore. So this is something that somebody put out there the other day. And I thought, you know, this is a great point. Our local businesses are really going to be suffering from um, the losses of, you know, obviously traffic and just changes, we should be buying more from our local, our local businesses. Oh, yeah, when you can. So absolutely. I was actually going to call uh, our local bookstore to see if they could get us everything that we need. And mm-hmm. then we can just have, it, have you pick it up on your
0: way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think mean, that's
1: a much better idea. So mm-hmm. in any case, um, yeah, things we're doing, things that we're planning, yeah, obviously, first and foremost, priority is to keep people healthy in Mm -hmm. our household so that we're not exposing um, of course anyone else, but that we're just essentially keeping us, keeping us healthy, keeping my parents healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, It's scaring them. I I feel for them. I can definitely sense it.
0: I know. I went downstairs and I just didn't think about it. Kids ran downstairs and I, I obviously I already took a shower and stuff and maybe that's what I was thinking. But so I went downstairs and I'm like, I don't know if I should be there, but mom was there. I'm like, hey mom, uh, I'm just going to try to limit. I go, I know I'm down here right now. I was just trying to get the kids. Wasn't thinking. Uh, and I'll, I'm will i going to try to limit my time down here. And she looked right at me. And her normal response would be like, oh, no, honey, you don't have to do that. We'll be OK. That's her normal spots. And she looked at me. She goes, yeah, you can text me. I'll have my phone on. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, so that's where she's at, you know. Yeah. So. And so
1: I think that's something that we also need to just consider, whether or not you have parents that live with you, have parents close by, or parents that are farther away, which I, I feel for you, that's got to be so tough right now, just making sure that they're okay, making sure that, you know, they're, I think even more so just at peace, because I think mm-hmm. that's probably number one, actually. Um, and that's something I'm just thinking about right now, I probably should Call my parents and have this conversation because that's what I've been doing. I've been making phone calls to mm-hmm. them, and you know, downstairs, of course, rather than going downstairs, Um we need to be supporting our parents, our elders, and helping to ease their their fears because mm-hmm. you know they they have to. I mean, I don't think. I mean, there's we have fear,
0: mm-hmm. and have yet
1: we're healthy, mm-hmm. and we're at an age where we are low risk. Our children are low risk, but our parents. Yeah.
0: I think easing the pain would just be, you know, let them know we're on the same page as they are. Like, yeah. just I think just by just us specifically saying, um you know, we're here. We're, we're going to try to limit exposure. We're trying to clean up here. These are the steps we're taking. I think that's a lot, right there.
1: Yeah, but I'm not mm-hmm. talking. I'm talking about like outside of you know the just the standout like what they're seeing on TV. Oh
0: yeah. Like what they're seeing on okay. TV, what
1: they're hearing, what they're hearing from their friends too, because. Yeah. I know they're talking to oh, their, like, my my mother's uh, mm-hmm. got some friends that live a distance, but I know she's been on the phone with them a lot lately. Yeah. And dad said and like, so, one of his friends
0: are, like, yeah. like do not even, I mean, he was freaking out because that hour and a half trip that we did, he, that he was like, I can't believe you're going on the road right now. <laughs> and, you know, it was. I, mean, so I don't want, want to laugh. Right? I don't want
1: to laugh. I shouldn't laugh about it. That's yeah. that's the thing is, like, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. But you, and that's something I think we all need to be careful of, too, is let's not put too much fear and anxiety into others over this whole scenario. It's not going to do us any good mm-hmm. um, to be, you know, causing more panic, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about panic a lot. Um, oh, it's a hard thing. And honestly, mm-hmm. too, I, I, I have to say the one thing in this, and I don't want to socially, we have our time discussing death and or having those conversations too. So, that, and we, we have no idea. I mean, we're 42 years old, but mm-hmm. what's that like when you're in your 70s and you know that death is inevitable and your days, entire years are numbered. Mm-hmm. And then you add something like this to it. I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. So we just need to do everything we can to help ease,
0: mm-hmm.
1: ease the, the anxiety, the fear,
0: mm-hmm.
1: help them feel comfortable, help them feel safe. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important
0: thing. Absolutely.
1: So, all right. Well, let's uh, wrap it up for today. That was actually a longer session than we Mm -hmm. typically do. But um, I think it's important to have these conversations.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We will definitely be talking more about this in the coming weeks. I'm hoping that um, we do obviously get the subsides that -hmm. that we've done what we need to do. And we're taking this seriously. And that we can uh, learn from it all. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, Thank you everyone. We are signing off from Living Multi It's episode 10 and uh, look forward to um, having more conversations. Uh, please find us on social media and website livingmultigen.com. Have a great day.